Hello everyone and welcome back to Wonderful Crap. My name is Meg, I'm your host, and this is episode 5. This is the uh, Bougie News number 2. So it's pretty exciting that we're on our second week. Um, I do want to kind of call this episode, sorry about that, Saturday. Just because, like, we have been super sick. This 24-hour bug has hit almost everyone just one person a day so it's lasted a good bit and uh definitely did a lot of cleaning today so you know this episode is a little bit late but like I said it would be here it didn't come out on Friday like I had hoped but you know things happen but we are still here to give you guys that bougie news so let's start off with some Florida Man Friday uh news I've actually got one, let's see, two articles that are pretty good. So a man in Winter Haven, Florida, Mr. Michael Lester, called 911 on himself for drunk driving and admitted to drinking beers and swallowing, well, you guessed it, meth. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what else would you swallow and then, you know, call the cops on yourself? Jeez, I mean, people don't don't drink and drive, and don't drink and drive, and then call the cops on yourself. Like, just don't do it in the first place. You won't have that problem. And there's other people out there who are just trying to get home to their families, or their cats, or dogs, or dust mites. You know, however you feel best about the company that you're in. So my other article is about the whole deal with the, all the iguanas. So it's getting pretty cold down in Florida right now. And there has been a, a warning issued about the falling iguanas in South Florida. So a man in South Florida who is from Central America, uh, he found all of these iguanas that just fell out of the trees because they're too cold. So they kind of just they don't freeze up literally like they're not dead they just stop moving they lose their grip from the trees they fall out of the trees and fall onto the ground warning is do not pick them up because whether you're from Central America or not they're not dead they may be a delicacy in your region of the world but not in South Florida because once you get them into your car and they warm back up again, guess what? Those little lizards, and not so little lizards, uh, come back to life, and um, they're not very kind, from what I understand, if they're wild iguanas. So just uh, don't do that. Don't put, like, frozen-in-time iguanas into your vehicle with intent to cook them because they will come back to life and then you can't cook them. So, that's that. Good job, Iguana Man. You know, we're rooting for you. He also did, he did get into a car accident with that. So, just don't put, don't put like frozen iguanas in your vehicle. That'd just be first order of business. So, the second thing I want to talk about or it's kind of like a new segment-ish. We'll see if it kind of sticks around. I want to see the interaction between you guys and this segment and what you think. So definitely, you know, drop suggestions on the Instagram 
or you know send me a, a DM in the Instagram for it. And it's called Shit You Never Thought You Would Say Until You Became a Parent or Until You Had Kids. So with the 24-hour bug like raging through the house, of course I called my best friend. And apparently her house was having it as well. So, you know, us mommies, because we were the only ones healthy at the time, I had to call each other at like, six o'clock in the morning because of course we were both awake so her oldest comes up to her first thing in the morning and has his hands in front of him with throw up in it sorry if this is tmi for some people but you know moms talk about almost everything so nothing's really tmi anymore especially when you have boys i mean there's just nothing that is off limits so he comes up to her with throw up in his hands. She wakes up, just looks at him, and says, Go dump your hands in the toilet. <laughs> I never thought I would hear that come out of her mouth or even like the thought to cross my mind. But thinking about it now, I'm like, Yeah, I'd totally say that because I mean, you have to be as blunt as possible. You can't be like, Okay, well, go. Go, uh, you know, put that in the trash can and then go wash your hands. No, just go dump it in the toilet. And that way, you know, if you feel like you have to throw up again, you're right there. So we're good to go. Um, another one is keep your pants on. Now, this doesn't have to do anything with being sick or whatever, but I don't know if this pertains to girls as well. But as soon as my oldest comes in the house from, like, say we had to go grocery shopping or we had to go... Uh, feed the animals like it, for whatever reason he thinks that he needs to strip down to his underwear <laughs> like okay you know nobody's in the house it's his house he can lounge in his underwear if he so pleases so but usually if people are over he at least has pants on so unless they really know him then he just has underwear on but he's just a little guy uh, so I don't really sweat it too much when he gets older. Yeah, I'll sweat it a little bit more, but not right now. So the quote that I want to share with you guys today, I take to heart pretty well just because I wanted to start something and I thought about it for a while. So then I started doing research on it and then I was like, you know what? The new year's coming up and now would be a good time to go ahead and do it. So here's the quote. The secret to getting ahead is getting started. And that's all you have to do. Everything kind of just rolls in from there. Yes, you have to do the work for it, but just get started and get the ball rolling because you're going to be excited at all of the stuff that you're going to learn, all of the stuff that you're going to pick up. You're going to listen to other podcasts or watch other YouTube channels and pick things up like, oh, that's a really good idea. And of course, without copying the idea 100%, you kind of want to make something your own. So, you know, just make it your own and uh, yeah, don't, don't copy somebody else. Because that would be kind of shitty. Especially if somebody did the work and did the legwork. And then all of a sudden you're doing it. And it's like, wow, somebody worked really hard to make sure that it was right for them. And it's probably not even right for you. So stay unique. 
and share ideas and you can use ideas and tweak them a little bit and go on from there, but don't just straight copy somebody's idea. Um, just don't do that. So yeah, so the secret to getting ahead is getting started and doing the legwork. Just putting that little little snippet out there. You guys can't see it, but I'm doing the little salt like arm thing. Anyway, um, so along with the bougie news, we are basically doing a lot of updates with the Australian fires, the bushfires. Um, really not much has changed. The whole country is still pretty much on fire. But I just found out kind of some more information about those fires and stuff that's been happening with them. So I just kind of want to go over that with you all. Oh, excuse me. So the Australian bushfires are basically creating their own thunderstorms that can create new bushfires. So it is a cycle um, to create pyrocumulonimbus clouds. So cumulonimbus clouds obviously created by fire, pyro, fire, all that good stuff. So the uh, just a quick overview of the cycle is first it's the smoke plume, which is that big smoke cloud. And then second, it goes up, that plume then cools, it cools down and becomes a cloud, which is step three. Step four is it becomes a thunderstorm. Step five, it has a downburst of rain. And step six, potential lightning. So that lightning obviously can potentially restart the cycle again, and it can restart new bushfires. Um, so it just kind of goes on from there and can just cycle and recycle and recycle and keep going. So that, that's, it just goes to show the importance of precautionary measures that everyone can take to help reduce the risk of out of control fires. So, you know, keeping the ground moist during those times. And I know it's hard, extremely difficult during a drought to be able to do that because there's just not enough water to go around for everybody to kind of just spare it back into the ground. Um, so basically I am not a fire professional, but I would assume that making sure that you are keeping any kind of fires or, you know, making sure that your cigarette butts are out, um, when you throw them out as well as, um, you know, making sure that any dead leaves or tree branches and everything is contained in kind of one area as opposed to spread out throughout a property. And I know that, you know, some people have very large properties. I mean, I only have 10 acres and that's super large to be keeping maintenance up um, for a reason of that nature. I wouldn't want to do it on 10 acres. I wouldn't want to do it on 100 acres. But, you know, precautionary measures are pretty important. So with those clouds too, is that um, the clouds could also spread hot ash and scatter embers over a wider area. So 
when those plumes go up and something doesn't exactly cool all the way, it's going to come down and it can potentially start a new fire. So um, if anybody's listening in Australia, which would be pretty cool if you were, um, you know, definitely hit me up on Instagram or anything like that. I would love to hear from you personally and, uh, you know, get some more information from the horse's mouth, basically. So my second article is another article about the Australian fires, but it's of those three United States um, veterans, basically, because all three of them were veterans uh, that had recently passed away in a plane crash. So Captain Ian Macbeth, he was 44 and from Great Great Falls, Montana. He was the pilot of the C-130. The first officer, Paul Clyde Hudson, 42, from Buckeye, Arizona. And the flight engineer, uh, Rick DeMorgan Jr. I may be butchering these names, so please forgive me if I do. Uh, is 43, and he's from Navarre, Florida, or Navarre. All three men are U.S. veterans. Um, The cause of the crash is still unknown as of January 24th of 2020. Shane Fitzsimmons, which is a um, New South Wales Rural Fire Service Commissioner, lost contact with the C-130 shortly after 1.30 p.m. local time that Thursday when the C-130 went down. Um, And, you know, these men were deployed to Australia to help with these fires and assist with them um, through uh, using airplanes to get fires from above versus being boots on the ground and working from the bottom up. So um, definitely commend these guys for what they did. It is not easy, especially being in a completely foreign country and not being with your family and, you know, just trying to assist a whole nother country, a whole nother continent from being destroyed completely with fire. I mean, we commend you all. Thank you um, for, for being over there and assisting uh, all the Australians with, with their firefighting. So uh, the U.S. has actually deployed over... 200 firefighting staff so far to Australia, and they do plan on sending more. Uh, I don't know what the time frame will be. If I do find out, I would love to share it with you guys. And, uh, you know, that's those are the two articles are kind of short and sweet. This episode will be a little bit shorter. Uh, so I'm going to move on to the, you know, funny law of Arkansas because I told you guys we're going to do a state each week and one funny law and it's just to kind of end on a little bit of a higher note or it can be like a what the fuck note just because this law is kind of like um okay it's just weird okay there's nothing it's not going to be absolutely hilarious every time it's not going to be absolutely weird every time it's just you know, something to know. Never know. You may be on Jeopardy one day and they ask what is, you know, about, or, you know, they may ask about a Arkansas funny law. 
You never know. So just pay attention. Pop quiz tomorrow. <laughs> so the Arkansas funny law is no person shall sound their horn on a vehicle at any place where cold drinks are served after 9 p.m. Now, I did try and do some research to find out why, um, but I couldn't find, like, anything. <laughs> couldn't find it at all as to why that is, but there you go. No person shall sound their horn on a vehicle at any place where cold drinks are served after 9 p.m., so make sure you're quick on that button for good old Alex Trebek. And which I hear he's actually he, I don't know if he's retiring or just kind of, you know, stepping down for a little while to make sure he takes care of his health, but um, I'm kind of interested to see what happens. Um if any of you guys know if he's getting replaced or what, you know, let me know in an Instagram DM. That'd be cool. I'd love to chat with you guys. So, I pretty much have nothing else for you guys. If you have anything for me, let me know. Follow me on Instagram at wonderfulcrap. That's at wonderfulcrap. Nothing special. No caps, no spaces, no underscores, nothing like that. Just plain old wonderful crap. So, definitely follow on Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate the podcast and share and share with your friends, your friends, friends. And your friends, friends, mamas. And I hope you have a great weekend. See you all on Monday.